The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. This is the Thursday night recap of a Packers 34-17 beatdown of the San Francisco 49ers, 34-17. And uh, this time when we did the intro, we messed it up before, but we did this time when we did it, Ryan Wilson actually didn't Im- imitate me. But if you want to see Wilson imitate me in the future and make fun of me as I do my intro, you can watch all of these episodes on the CBS Sports app. Now, a uh, little catch here. You can't watch it on the mobile version. But if you're on your Roku or your Amazon Fire, your Xbox, your PlayStation, whatever it is, you open up your CBS, CBS Sports app. And the first thing you'll see is CBS Sports HQ. And just hit down like five times, scroll past these cheese ball pictures of Jamie Eisenberg. <laughs> and right below that, a bunch of Pick 6 podcast episodes. Literally, in fact, every Pick 6 podcast episode. There are hours of video of us on this this app. Mm. It's incredible. Wait, people uh, go back and watch Bleep? Uh, I don't know how far back it goes. Let's hope it's not that far back. Nobody wants like, to see Bleep on. I mean, like the, the the most the oldest one is Cam Newton Bench and Patriots Lost. It's an hour 38. That's clearly a Sunday night recap show. So I mean, if you really if, <laughs> it's like we're just on this app yawning and drinking. No, I could see that hour 38 of you talking about Cam Newton walking around your neighborhood like Michael Rappaport just yelling and screaming, <laughs> Cam's been benched! What's going on? What are you doing, Belichick? We look pretty good. I gotta clean up my background here. Um, anyway, Packers throttled the 49ers 34 to 17. It felt like a revenge game from 2019. Is that a crazy notion? Yeah. I mean, they were playing a re- revenge game against the JV squad. So. And they had nobody. Breach, can you name the two top receivers for the 49ers tonight? You know what is funny? I don't think I can. I know one of them was the, the, uh, uh, James, cause he had, he had more yards in this game than he had during Ricky, the entire James Richie, Guy Richie. Was it Ricky or Richie? It's Richie. So Richie James Richard had more, James more, or James? He had more, more yards in this game than he had in the entire 2019 season. Yeah. It was Richard, yeah. it's Richard James or Richie James, however you want to call or- it. Rick Richie, James. he had that Super crazy freak. touchdown catch. In Ross Dwelly was the uh, other top receiver for the 49ers, and Jarrett McKinnon, who went under his total. 
and then Craycraft, the guy that dropped the touchdown with the crazy name. I don't yeah. know. I let mean, me, it was a me, great catch. Let's give Craycraft a little uh, credit. James had 184 receiving yards. Yeah, and more than Devontae Adams. Let me speaking of Devontae Adams. Let me pose a question to Breach and Brenton. You will follow up because it's going to be aimed squarely at you. So earlier this week, we talked in the podcast about why Tuesday it must have been because it was a trade deadline podcast. Why on God's green earth would you not give up a second round pick for Will Fuller? And then you look at the receiving totals uh, for the Packers and 12 targets for Devontae Adams, 10 catches, 173. And then after that, Marcus Valdez-Scantling was second with four targets, two catches. There is no one to throw the ball to. In fact, Aaron Rodgers was getting frustrated. Uh, I'm sorry, could you read MVS's uh, uh, stats again? Two receptions, 53 yards, two touchdowns. Okay. But he, he was, what are you talking about? Well, let me ask you this. Well, I think what Wilson is trying to say that he also had a key, a key drop. He had a key drop on third and four where Aaron Rodgers was ready to cut him from the team on the spot. Well, you know who's wasn't going to be eligible for this game anyway? Will Fuller because he couldn't get past COVID protocol. But you know who will be eligible for the next seven games? Who will be eligible for the next seven games? Back next week. It was one bad drop and he caught two touchdown passes. I don't understand. This is the weirdest hill you've ever died on. Like who, I, no, I wouldn't go that far. Brinson's died on some weird hills. Died on much weirder hills. Yeah, this is true. Trent Williams. Zard is Zard's good. Garrett Bradbury. Adams. Yeah, Adam, Garrett Bradbury's good. Adams is a, Adams is a monster. And he said after the game, "Yeah, I think I'm." The no best one disputes that, but there is literally no one else. And Aaron Rodgers, to what Breach just said, was extremely frustrated when the ball hit Marquez Valdez Scantling in the hands, and it somehow found its way to the turf. That was a bad drop. No one, no one disputes that. And by the way, if you have a lot of confidence in your receivers, you don't target one of them twelve times and target no, no one else more than five. And, and one of those I, five was a guy who Aaron Rodgers didn't even know if he was going to play tonight. That was Aaron Jones. So you take Aaron Jones out, and you're talking about more targets for Devontae Adams. Hard, hard disagree here, guys. They won by seventeen, and okay. the final seven points came on an unnecessary drive by Kyle Shanahan, where he ruined the under and the second half under and my life. Um, there was no need for him to go down and score. This is a bloodbath. This isn't 10. about, this isn't about this game. I don't care. No, God, clearly they were going to stop. They like Valdez Scantling. I don't know what to tell you. Pete, I hate to agree with Prisco, but they like him. Well, okay. Look, he dropped that pass. They didn't bench him. Rogers went back to him on a deep route and then found him again later in the end zone. He made a great catch. He's a second year player. Would this team be better without a second round pick and with Will Fuller in terms oh. of their run? I mean, th- right now, yes. You long term, no. What? The, the, what? What are you talking about? What is wrong well, with the you? salary caps coming? Uh, we're not turning this into a trade deadline redux. No, but we're talking. We're they looking thirty four seventeen. Now it's a team building JV players. Passes. This is like breach is right. This isn't the craziest thing you you've sort of stood up for but it, let's, it's let's read some tweets as a Packer <laughs> fan i struggle to decide who's worse at their job between mike petton and marquez valdez scantling why can't marquez valdez scantling a professional football catcher catch a football scantling is not good these are tweets from packers fans uh from this game Meanwhile, Breach, I mean, uh, Brinson's out front of the stadium with a, I love Marquez Valdez scantling sign, just going like, back and forth. The deep pass, yeah, we were college, the, the, right? the deep pass for the, the 47 yard touchdown, Rogers threw that so well, he practically handed it off to him. Like he couldn't drop it because, yeah, he was wide open and Rogers uh, put it well, right He's in his wide hands. open because he, because the, look, the guy in coverage made a bad play and Valdez scantling torched him, but. No, he didn't torch he, him. He ran, he ran a straight line. That's all he did. Well, the guy, the guy, I mean, 
he smoked him. He was wide open. Anthony Harris, I think it was Anthony, whoever the, the safety Harris just stood there. And Marcos Aaron Stanley he came in and which look, that's bad defense. You can't come in and bite. Okay. Well, it's not like Valdez Scantley, Scantley did anything incredible. He's ran straight. Valdez Scantley's running a curl route there. Like he's going deep. That's we are sort of dunking on yourself there. I mean, the point is that Will Fuller is a really good football player and the rest well, of these Will guys. Will Fuller's are, a deep threat too. This is, this is, this is so weird that y'all are doing this. Is it? Yes. It's weird that we're being nitpicky about the Packers because they just won a game by 17 points and we're pointing out a flaw for a future game when they're not playing a team that, as Ryan said, is JV because right. they had seven players they on the field one because bad no one drop. was healthy. It, it was a really bad drop. He only had four passes thrown to him. That's 25% <laughs> of the passes. And the, it, it was 50% of them were touchdowns. Yeah. No, you dunked you dunk yourself it on yourself. You yes. Dunk, it's just a dunk fest, okay? <laughs> I, okay, whatever. Look, we we can revisit this in the future, and I want you to apologize. Like you have to apologize to Steelers fans every week, and have to, who else do you have to apologize? Oh, Bears fans. <laughs> so we'll look forward to this because it, when it comes down to the playoffs and they're playing a team with a good defense and they double-team Devontae I cannot Adams. wait until the Packers are in the Super Bowl and, like, NBS drops a fourth-down yeah. conversion, and, like, all of a sudden Ryan's, like, on the press box table just, like, like, like triple-Xing me in the face. Just but, it, right. but but that drop in the Super Bowl is against the Colts, so Brenton's also on the press box table <laughs> triple-Xing back. That's right. I, look, I, I understand what you're saying. I think Will Fuller would upgrade the wide receiver core. I would not give up a second-round pick for him. I don't want to, like, go down the hill again. MVS called two touchdown passes. Oh, God, we know. It's very weird that you're you're, like, ripping this guy. He bounced back in a big way. To say that it's weird for us ripping him, then is it weird for Aaron Rodgers to be making weird faces at him for dropping passes? I mean, it's a terrible drop, man. I don't know what to tell you. Well, that's why we're frustrated. That's the point. What, 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 what is a collective we? It sounds like therapy. No, me and Breach are... We are frustrated. Well, man. Ryan's referring to we as in the Packer fan kingdom as the tweets I read prove. They are also frustrated. I, I think they're being overly sensitive about it. Uh, Robert Tanyan not involved. Should have taken the under on his. How do we do on these props, Steve? I think bad. Although somebody <laughs> tweeted me, was like, did you take the Devontae Adams first touchdown? I was like, I didn't. It was four to one. I was going to wait and get it live, and the live touchdown odds didn't pop up in time. You know the, the best line of the night? Stat line? Mercedes Lewis. Look at that thing. One catch, one target, one touchdown. One That's yard. efficiency. One yard. <laughs> yeah. He the didn't longest? drop anything on third down. No. And I think I, I haven't double checked, but I think now Yes, three um, touchdown passes to first first round players. All of them. All of them to Mercedes Lewis. That's, That's right. right. There we go. Rodgers was twenty five thirty one for three hundred five yards, four touchdowns. He was awesome. Missed a couple of well, one or two. He missed the throw early. He had Devontae Adams wide open. Yeah, he had Marcus Valdez Scanling wide open too. Something happened. And that Devontae Adams one was on uh third Probably. down on the series before the MVS series. They, so, didn't, they didn't talk about Devontae Adams staring down Aaron Rodgers, did they? Yeah. That's because he got 12 more targets. He's let's, like, let's, uh, let's Devontae Adams. Early on in this game, it felt like San Francisco was going to hang it. Cause yeah. the, the Packers on their first drive go down and march down, score a touchdown. A great throw by Rodgers, a great catch by Devontae Adams. He's the best wide receiver in football right now. It's, that it's was, like, might have been one of the top three catches of the year. Like yeah. where you're catching it. You can't get your other foot down. Your only hope is to like get your elbow in bounds. And it was in bounds by about a centimeter. If you have not seen this touchdown catch, make sure you get pause the podcast, go watch it, and then come back. No? No. Okay, watch it after the podcast. Just do both. By the way, this one 
not the second best, but the, the second most impressive catch for me on, on Thursday night was that fourth down snag by Devontae Adams. It was just a oh. little, quick, quick little out. And I mean, he was covered, blanketed by the, the D back and uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a seed and he caught it. It was, it was, in fact, he caught it and he was being passed interfered with to the point that the guy, the D back ripped his glove off. And, and Rodgers still- looking back or like Adams looking back. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, really? I just took your lunch, son. Yep. Uh, uh, Bill, a uh, friend of the, for the, for the podcast, Bill Barnwell used to do a thing where he would give out the, it's like the championship belt for best running back. Yeah. And I think it, it applies to the wide receivers too. Like who's the best wide receiver in football for a long time. It was Antonio Brown. Uh, Michael Thomas probably had it the last two years. Julio Jones might have been there. Devontae Adams has the belt this year. Like who's number two? I don't even DK Metcalf. Uh, maybe DK or Julio. Hmm. Julio's been good. Yeah, you yeah, know, Brenton, you just said that you thought the 49ers played well early and that they were kind of in this game. And I felt the same way because you look at, you know, the, their second drive, they drove right down the field. Nick Mullins, uh, they have an offensive lineman who is just getting run over. Cool. Uh, yeah. Trent Williams replacement. And so, but, but despite all that, and, and they don't have any receivers, they don't have any healthy running backs. They're down to like third or fourth string at every position and they drove right down the field. They get the field goal iffy. I, I see both ways on whether or not you get the points, but I feel like if you're Shanahan, uh, you're worried that maybe you're not going to get down there again. You just want to score because hey, take some points and trust your defense and give give your offense some confidence that they got out of there because this isn't you know your normal guys out there. And then they forced a Packers three and out, so it's seven to three. Forty ers get the ball back. They have a chance to take the lead. They drive straight into Green Bay territory, and then that is when. Nick Mullins threw possibly the worst interception uh, I've ever seen in the non-Blake Bortles department. Uh, I would say, this, was it worst interception of the season? No. No, they've been much worse. Yeah. It was well, definitely it, the worst interception of week nine so far. So you have the interception, and, and again, the 49ers are still up 7-3. to three. The Packers drive down, and that's where the fourth and inches play happened at Devontae Adams. So it's fourth yeah. and inches. The, the Packers could have done a QB sneak. Instead, they almost, like if Devontae Adams doesn't make a fantastic catch – then the Packers don't capitalize out the great field position for the interception, and it's still seven to three, and all of a sudden it's a ball game. But instead, Adams catches that. The Packers score a touchdown on that drive. It's fourteen to three, and then I think kind of felt like the blowout was on after that. I felt like after the Craycroft touchdown was overturned, and that was the first drive I believe. I said, "Well, this is a wrap. You can kick a field goal. I understand. <laughs> I understand why he did it. Yeah. But if you score a touchdown there, then you have answered the Packers' first drive. And the Packers have scored touchdowns on eight or scored on every drive this season, which is pretty impressive on the first opening drive. But after you don't score that touchdown, because you're already working with one hand behind your back, we know Nick Mullins is a liability if he's everything's not perfect, and you're playing with guys that fourth and fourth of four two. Yeah, I'm fine with the kicking him, but it, mm. if you're Craycroft, you got to catch it. That's my point. Like you did, you did the hard part, and then your elbow hit the ground and knocked it loose. I know it's unlucky, but after that point, I was like, okay, I don't. How, think how about the officials ruling that a touchdown? That was terrible. No one knows the rules. That's the, the ball problem. Was out, the ball was out like that. It was out fast, and they're like, oh, touchdown! I. I don't, I didn't have a problem with him kicking it either because you, like you, again you have to take the points. I do think that that drive maybe Kyle Shanahan had a little false confidence that he would get that they would do that again and again. I mean, and in reality, he, it just wasn't. You know, he didn't have a choice to. He had to think that. I mean, but they almost did the drive after that. In the Mullins interception, they drove yeah. pretty easily until the interception and a couple of holding calls kind of killed it. But that sounds got, like everything you tell yourself after every Bengals game. <laughs> well, and then after the interception. The Packers smell blood. They are nine plays, 30 yards, including eight or 38 yards total with the penalty. Touchdown. 
but they had to convert that fourth and inches. Yeah, they, were, they yeah. almost did not convert. Yeah, that was that was a yeah, that was tough. And then three and out for the uh, 49ers, another Packers touchdown, and suddenly it's twenty-one to three. Yeah, it's over. One at halftime. At that at that point, you you knew that if the 49ers were going to win this, they had to keep it close and sort of just keep it muddled and not. I don't know. Make Once the, the Packers went up 21 to three, we could have recorded this podcast at halftime and just made up the second half stats and probably been correct because the 49ers weren't coming back. Although I will say the 49ers did cover the second half line. What yeah, the because the Packers line? brought in the second string quarterback. I don't even know his name. They weren't really the Packers scored three times in the second half and the 49ers covered because they got the last second bull, bull sherb touchdown. Okay. Hey, you know what, man? I have Jarek McKinnon on my fantasy team. I will take those last second touchdowns. Last play of the game. Uh, or I guess there was two seconds left, but still, I'll take it. <sighs> All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the long-term effects of this game or something. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. So Rogers, five to one now in the MVP race. How would you handicap Rogers against Russell Wilson for the rest of the year? You can bring in Tom Brady if you want. I guess Patrick Mahomes is still there. Josh Allen, Nomas. I don't know who else there would be. Am I missing somebody obvious? I mean, Lamar's not in it. Yeah. I'd be close. Patrick Mahomes? He just said Patrick Mahomes. Like Patrick Mahomes. Wilson's I'm minus 175, Mahomes plus 375, and then Rodgers plus 500, followed by Tom Brady, 12, 12 to 1 right now. Kyle Brady Lamar. is, from a odds perspective, Brady is who I would take. Yeah, like he's getting for he's value. Getting a, yeah, he's getting a B, so that that could be interesting. The defense is playing pretty well. Debo, what's uh, Kyler Murray's Ooh. twenty to one? He's fifth, tied with Ben Roethlisberger. Still twenty also, to one. Also twenty to one. Big Ben. It should be twenty to one. I don't he, think that's crazy. I know. He was like twenty five to one for the season story. I think he should be. What's Josh Allen? I bet Josh Allen's like fifty to one now. Thirty yeah, sounds- alongside Lamar Jackson. Huh. They're scared of exposure. That's all it is. I think the one thing with Kyler Murray and also with Josh Allen potentially this weekend is if you beat Russell Wilson head-to-head and you stay with him statistically, then I think that gives you a little bit of an edge because, you know, you look at it and say, well, they're pretty even, or even if you're Kyler Murray, you're a little bit worse, but you sweep Russell Wilson 2-0 head-to-head, I think you get the benefit of the doubt. I'll tell you why. Before you answer that, I have a question for you. Have you noticed that Breach has changed the way he says potentially? Oh, no. He's working on it. I think we may have made it self-conscious. Did that happen, Breach? If so, no, not, I have never been self-conscious about a thing in my life. I don't think so either. I'm just asking. You yeah. just said potentially instead of potentially. Do you want oh. me to start saying potentially again? Maybe, maybe, maybe he says 
potentially on part like a weird affectation and he forgot that he's supposed to be putting on like 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 dudes in college dudes in college who are from connecticut but speak with english accents like that's breach like he says potentially in jaguar it's just weird stuff like oh that's cute maybe it's because it's election season breach has been getting less of his information from (laughs) british news sources my well is dried up bill belichick bill belichick bill belichick Bill Belichick potentially with the potentially the dynasty, oh, he's, he's an the old dynasty is over. Our British listeners are like fast forwarding right now. They're like, my God, I'm sick of Brinson's English impression. It's not even close. He's an old English woman. Eat some tea and crumpets and, and make fun of Brinson's accent. This guy has the, the worst impressions. Anyway, By man. the way, Aaron Rodgers is the reason he will not win the MVP is because um, Russell Wilson has uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And you may take that to be two wide receivers, not just one. My argument for Tom Brady, if you're, if it's available for anybody to bet and you can bet on it at WilliamHill.com, I believe, um, would be that if the Buccaneers get the number one seed in the NFC, I think the voters are going to look at it as like, all right, this team was seven and nine and they added Tom Brady and they're the number one seed in the NFC. The ergo henceforth, they're with, they're the, he's the most valuable player. Now, if the Seahawks defense stinks and Russell takes him to the division title and they get the one or two seed, then maybe, then, then, you know, he, he would probably win the argument. So there's a, there's a pretty clear path for Russell to win, but the, if the Cardinals beat him head to head, if Russell doesn't win the division, he's not going to MVP in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Yeah, we'll see. So I would I mean, bet Brady, I would bet Brady now if it was me. Yeah. I'm with that. Brady so Aaron Rodgers in this oh. game threw two touchdown passes of 35 yards or more. Only two other quarterbacks in the NFL have done that this year. Do you guys know who they are? Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. I was, I was going to guess Josh Allen. Right? Josh Allen and Ben Roethlisberger. Fifth. You are, you are 0% <laughs> right, and uh, Brinson was 50% right. Uh, the other one's uh... Sam Darnold. Matthew Stafford. Joe Burrow. Philip Rivers? Wrong, Joe wrong, Burrow. wrong. Yeah, it's three wrongs. How many, how many strikes? Justin Herbert. Debo, do you want to guess? I would, I would guess Carson it's Wentz. Justin Herbert. It's definitely Justin Herbert. It's Herbert it Wilson. Not Justin Herbert. Carson Wentz. Oh. Patrick Mahomes. No. Andy Dalton. No. Ben DiNucci. It is a name <laughs> that has been mentioned a lot on this podcast though. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, Aaron Rodgers is the trivia. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> no, not to, not today, but in, in the podcast history. <laughs> he missed. Who is it? Just tell us. Tom Brady. Derek, Derek Carr. Oh, wow. That's, oh, way to how go. Is Justin Herbert not? Wait, wait, wait. It feels like Justin Herbert should be on it. How many? 30, 30, 35. Two thirty-five. Justin Herbert definitely has more than two touchdown passes at 35 yards. 35 air yards? Game. Same game. You didn't say that part out loud. I think I did. Interesting. You okay. Sure? I feel like Justin Herbert definitely has two against the, the Buccaneers. Yeah, Breach. How many does Justin Herbert have, Breach? How many of more than... 35 yards. 35 yards? In a game. Oh, I think I've Justin Herbert's stats memorized. Is that what's going on here? That seems like something you would do in your spare time. When you're not practicing your potential. That's a good question. You know what? That's a good question. No, yeah, you're wrong. He has a 53 yard touchdown pass to Tyron Johnson against the Buccaneers. Called it. 72 yard touchdown pass to Jalen Guyton, uh, against the Buccaneers as well. 
So unfortunately, Breach. And Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert. He tried to get it in right before the duck. <laughs> I didn't hear all your guesses. You guys just started spouting off names. It got too confusing. So, um, wait, 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 wait. So there's, there's three, not two. Yes. And we got it right. And he denied us. So it's really an eighth of the NFL has done this. It's not the So, uh, San Francisco. (laughs) Can you name two quarterbacks in the NFL who haven't thrown two? Uh, is San Francisco dead? No, that's not a question. That's a statement. They're done. I mean, they're, la- they're in last place in the division. If they're in the NFC East, they're, they're are they in first place at four and five? <laughs> yes, yes, by okay. two games. But they're not. So they're in last place. They're done. There's no coming back. They're, none of their starters are coming back. Is Nick Mullins better than Carson Wentz? <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> Look at Debo staring a hole through you from. <laughs> A thousand miles away. <laughs> um, I, it's hard to imagine the 49ers getting it. So they're not, they're not, are they going to finish above 500? That's the well, question. Remember, so I mean, 2019, obviously they went to the Super Bowl. 2018, they went to the Super Bowl when they got Nick Bosa because they had the second overall pick. They were, I think they had won two games in 2018. Is that right? Yeah. They were terrible. And it's, if Kyle Shanahan is, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. He is like he did as much as he could against the Packers, but I mean that team lost George Kittle, Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't have Nick Bosa. They don't have Richard Sherman. I mean they're Moster Wilson as a running back. Yeah. Moster Wilson, yeah, these running. I mean they just they lost everybody. They're they're just dead in the water. And I think if you're the 49ers, it's great if you compete. And I'm not saying they shouldn't, and I think they will. But I mean, no. yeah, worst case scenario, you may get Justin Fields. Yeah, that's really worse. I'm thinking if they went seven and nine, that would be a great season for them. I feel like seven and nine. Have they? Yeah, well, they still play Washington and the Cowboys. Those are winnable games, no matter who's on the field, even if you're yeah. completely depleted. What so if they have to extend six. the playoffs to to eight teams? Like was Ooh. tossed around this week. Ooh. Maybe they get in with eight and eight. Well, I mean, so they're at the Saints by at the Rams. Bills, Washington, Cowboys, Card at Cardinals and Seahawks. I can see them winning four of those games. Three of those four. Games. Which four? They're gonna beat Washington and Dallas. Okay, Cowell, what else? Cowell steal one. Where are the two other you said two? Why are they only four? Where are the two other ones? Uh the Bills are aren't that good. They can beat the Cardinals. Okay. I mean they could, but it it'll be tough. All right. I mean I don't think it's likely. Uh, if you had to pick uh, the Packers, the best team in the NFC, no, like they have one receiver. That's going to be my talking point. They lost to the Buccaneers 38 to 10. <laughs> How are the Packers good and fraudulent again? They beat a team that has four players. What are you talking about? I'm just saying two years in a row, it's really unlikely that you'd be like a 10 to 12 win team and be completely fraudulent. Well, here's the thing. You go into the off season six, seven months ago. And you're like, okay, we have a ton of draft picks, salary cap space, free agency. Undrafted free agents, trade deadline. We'll get at least one receiver, right? No. That's why. I like defense, never going to let this go. It just doesn't make sense. We've got a very it, friendly schedule. It doesn't make sense on a Bill O'Brien type of level, like the type of decisions they're making. So, yeah, they have a friendly schedule. I, look, they're they're going to win the division. They're going to go to the playoffs. They play the Jags next week. When Alan Lazard has 175 yards, I'm going to spend all Sunday night just dunking. How did Jake Luton not beat this Packers oh, defense? Lazard! 
<laughs> well, and the crazy thing is going to be the same thing. They're run the table because this is the probably the easiest right. schedule of any of the contenders, and they're going to get to the playoffs. And as Wilson said, some defense is going to absolutely own them because they only have one receiver. That's my concern. I think they're a good football team, and I think they could be the best team in the NFC. It just boggles my mind that they're dead no, the, set on the Buccaneers are going to be the 2020 version of the 49ers for the for the Packers. They're going to end up playing them in the oh, yeah. playoffs and just yeah. blow them out again. They're going to be like four and a half point favorites in the NFC title game or the divisional round. Everyone's going to talk themselves into Aaron Rodgers versus Brady, and it's going to be like 38 to 12. And that secondary, if you look at like pro football focus, that secondary for the Buccaneers, a lot of like two or three of those guys are top 10 guys. Yeah. Including Jamal, Jamal Dean. Did you hear, uh, Joe Buck called, I think he called Jair Alexander the best cornerback in football tonight. I saw that. He said it sort of in passing and maybe someone he got in his ear. He threw it out there. It's like, shut up. Don't, don't say that again, Joe. <laughs> but, it's, uh, it's not, it's not crazy. crazy, but that defense is not playing well. So just keep it to you. Their run defense is bad again. That's the problem. Yeah. So, um, I think the Packers are a very good football team. I think they're the third best team in the division right now. In the conference, excuse me. The best oh, okay. division. Well, all right, so they have the Jags, the, the win. At Colts is a toss-up. Bears, uh, they should win that game. Eagles, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> uh, at Lions, they'll, they'll beat them. Panthers, they should win that game. Titans is a – I'll give it a toss-up, but I think they'll probably win it. And then Where is it? Bears again. Titans, Where's Titans? At home. Yeah. So uh, those yeah. final eight games, we're giving them six, and there's two toss-ups. So worst case, they're six and two, and twelve and four. They go twelve and four. Yeah, I think the the floor for the Packers is like eleven and five. They could go twelve and four and and not get home field advantage. They may have a better record than the Buccaneers, just because the Buccaneers' schedule is probably tougher. But I don't think they have a better record than the the Seahawks. Buccaneers still have to play the Chiefs, and then obviously right. the Saints this week. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'll say that's... I'll say the Seahawks get the number one seed, and Green Bay can be well, number two. They're both six and two. I guess uh, Green Bay seven and two now, right? But obviously Tampa has the head-to-head tiebreaker. Man, that's huge. Yep. Neither of Tampa Bay or Green Bay play Seattle, or or Green Bay does, Tampa Bay does. Three of Seattle's games in December are the Giants, the Jets, and Washington. They're going to win by a combined 200 points in those three games. Well, I mean, it is the Seahawks, and every game is crazy. So I mean, they might Seattle win by a combined three game. points. Lock them in for the top three seeds. Okay. Well, first of all, they're getting Jamal Adams back. I think Carlos Dunlap will clearly upgrade the, the pass rush, even if it's minimally, because it, you know it's not very good. So they're they're going in the right direction, at least on paper. By the way, I just want to point this out that if the season ended today, and it doesn't, the Steelers would be the best team in football. Thank you. Bears wouldn't be in the playoffs. Is that true? Unless it gets expanded to 16 teams. They're, they're the then eighth, they would be the eighth seed. They're the eighth seed in the NFC right now. Oh. San Francisco would be the ninth seed at four and five. First team out. Maybe they updated San Francisco and not Green Bay. That's annoying. Anyway, let's get out of here. Wrap it. Tremendous recap. Huge recap. Best recap ever. Kept it tight. It's not a fraudulent recap. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.